0: are listening to The Piano Pod, where we talk to the brightest minds in the industry about how they are bringing the piano into the 21st century. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Piano Pod. I'm Yukimi Song. I'm Clara Jones.
1: And I am Eric Hunter. All right, so how are you guys doing? doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. hi! <laughs> My goodness. Here we are. So let me explain. This episode is a special episode, bonus episode, to celebrate our... 10th episode. Oh my gosh, we made it to 10. Yay! 10th All right. So what we're doing, what are we doing today, Eric?
1: Oh, so uh, we are having happy hour. Hey, right. Cheers, so, That's right. This yeah, is called so...
0: the Pianopod happy hour episode. That's right. I'm going to... And basically... Happy. That's right. We're basically reviewing the past... Uh, from the introductory episode to episode number five, we're gonna just talk about them and laugh about them, our success and our failures. Yeah. <laughs> and Plenty of just, failures you know, in the
1: early episodes on our uh, part. Uh,
0: yeah. For sure, even recently. But, you know, we learn from the failures. So um, That's right. I'm excited about this episode. And, um, well, basically, we are good friends, right?
1: Totally. Even before, yeah,
0: yeah. We, even before we started this um, podcasting, we were really close friends, we got to know each other. And then just, you know, this past summer, we just decided to do this. Well, pandemic
2: hit, we had to... We're so used to being productive, right? So we had to do something
1: exactly.
2: for, the, for the world, really? and mm-hmm. good for our souls too.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I'll say it's been really great for me. I mean, the this podcast has become it almost feels like my full-time job. I mean, it, it isn't and, and we okay. we do a lot of other things, all three of us, but we're just really dedicated to it, and we put a lot of time into it. we it feels. Like really satisfying. We get to talk to amazing people, become better friends, learn so much, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and once again, we have to thank Yukimi because it was her brainchild.
0: Exactly. Oh, totally. You know, honestly, I uh, somebody told me when I was not studying in at, at NYU uh, back in two thousand seven to two thousand eight, um, this professor, and he said you should do it podcasting i was like all right what is podcasting at that time i was like clueless and it's he said it's basically a radio show but it's a little bit more casual approach mm-hmm. and I, I was like okay because he knew that i had a communications background mm-hmm. in, in in terms of my degree so i was like right. well but you know i just moved to new york city i had basically i had no one so yeah. I had to, you know, start my own life before I can launch anything. So that idea was there, but it was just gone, you mm-hmm. know, for at that moment, at that time. Then, uh, obviously, the pandemic happens, and I was trying to uh, do a video, vlog, yep. or hoping to do a podcast for my own piano studio and featuring my students. However, the thing is, it was great. It went very well. Mm -hmm. But after episode two, three, it's like, who is going to be on my show? Because these are all my students. And I have only, you know what I mean? And then some students are only nine, ten.
1: What are they going to talk
0: about? How was your day? Good. (laughs) (laughs) How was your piano practice? Good. So then, you know, I was like, oh, but I wish I could do this in a podcast, I wish I could continue,
2: yeah.
0: then one day it hit me, hmm, you know, we usually meet once a month, well, this is Eric's idea, the open mm-hmm. forum, where we talk about piano, you know, in so many topics related to piano, I was like, why, how can we, why don't we bring this into a different platform instead of just meeting together? as a group in New York city, but we can, you know, do this globally, globally eventually. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And we there's... have been,
1: yeah, I'm going to talk about this more, but uh, we've had some great global outreach with this podcast, which I'm very proud of. Um, and uh, it's, it's really amazing the people that you can reach through the power of the internet. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, I just, uh You know, Open Forum was really nice, and we were having it in person, and I've tried to continue it virtually, and we've had some very good conversations, but, you know, like the previous summer, we had a barbecue here. Oh, my goodness. We had, like, wine on the rooftop, and Mm -hmm. that was really fun, and so, yeah, it it definitely left a hole, and we couldn't get together anymore, Um, but this podcast has turned into a whole new thing. You know, it's taken on a life of its own.
0: I know, and actually, I am – this is – more than what I expected what I am I am learning or mm-hmm. gaining from this whole experience mm, is too. yeah it's such a passion project and yeah oh my gosh um every episode is like a master class
1: Oh, totally. you know, from- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
2: in a way, I almost feel like we're more connected now than ever before, right? I mean, oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> I always go- came to the forum when Eric used to have it for breakfast at his house. You know, he cook us great breakfast. We talk about piano, all related. TV is <laughs> always there. And I remember the very first time I couldn't make it. I was like, well, I will just call in, you know. And then oh, yeah. after that, we started to have more calling ins. Yeah. And the pandemic hit and everything was just online. lie. And, uh, you know, I mean, really, like, you can started this. And this is just amazing. You know, we get to be so close and mm-hmm. kind of motivate each other. And, uh, you know, some days are good. Some days are not great. But yet we have each other. That's. That's right. Best, mm-hmm. you know, so we're
1: not alone. Yeah. yeah, I should I should mention to our audience that you guys don't know because we only put out content once or twice a month, but the three of us are talking all day long <laughs> about <Every> day. piano <laughs> pot because there's so much to do. Right. <laughs> um, you know, editing episodes finding new guests setting up interviews mm-hmm. um social media takes up a ton of time yeah, which exactly. is mostly clara and yukimi i have to say um and
0: newsletter newsletters yes spotify playlist right
1: um and even and...
2: finding finding guests sometimes Absolutely. you know takes studying. Mm-hmm. starting at the very first episode we had to read a whole book a psychology book and i <laughs> yes. was like my vacation
0: yes. Yes. Yeah, fortunately, oh, yeah. that
1: was during the summer. <laughs> right? Although it, it was well worth the read. I, I it was mean, good. It was totally a good book. It. I loved it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. just fun right. But honestly, he's the one... Well, so because of the podcast vlog I was doing, and he's saw the link, mm. the, 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 for our first guest, John, Dr. John We talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And he's the one, he says, I want to be on the show. But right. I told him, well... This is this show Vlog I am doing for my piano studio. It's called Conversations with a Piano Student." is for piano students, so not for cheers. right cheers, so not for you know professionals. So you know no. then that actually gave me um, you know idea of, hmm, let me talk to Eric and Clara. You know yeah they are really close friends and i trust them and actually i've known clara for oh my god a long time. Know,
2: long time. Yeah. I, know, I know. I remember right? i came to your house for uh christmas one time of one yeah. year That's
1: it right. was
2: like the most miserable year in my life and oh, i no. didn't i didn't know too many people yet right. here we all just moved here you're like mm. and i'm not that social person but can you just you would you like to come to my house i was like She's so nice. Okay.
0: We were all a bunch of lonely people (laughs) that Christmas. I mean, we
2: came to New York with a simple dream to be a musician, you know? And I think we should be so proud of
0: ourselves, you know? That's right.
1: By the way, guys, what are are you drinking tonight?
0: Okay. I'm drinking um, red wine Um, blend. It's a blend of Merlot and something else. I I, I ordered. Uh, a case from this mm. company um so yeah
2: well it's a covet style we're inside mm-hmm. we can't be
0: well, right. I what about I you am, mm-hmm.
2: i am going to pour a little out i started last time i had our happy hour it's a blue note i figured it has music down at this it's bourbon <laughs> i don't want to drink bourbon. something this heavy but for our show we have to yeah. Eric, what about We're yours? We're going to have a what good time.
1: Drinking? So I, I have to admit, I'm not really a beer drinker, but I have here a Schaffer, Schafferhoffer. Uh, sorry, my journey. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I but,
1: like that one. But mm-hmm. I mean, this is basically juice. It's it's Correct. grapefruit beer, you know. Right. But yeah. it's, it goes down really easy. I like it a lot.
0: Oh, hey, great. Anyway. So before we get too drunk, so let's get going. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So, so. Mm-hmm. what I want to talk about is... What went wrong with the first episode? <laughs> do we do
0: we start from what went wrong?
1: Yeah, what, okay. I, I mean. Admit
0: to our mistakes.
1: Because Doctor skinmore was a great guest with amazing, amazing material, amazing. and we had a pre meeting where we we had multiple pre meetings. Right, I don't think yeah. we had so many pre meetings yeah. with mm-hmm. subsequent guests, and uh, read the book. So excited! I mean guys anyone who's listening seriously if you haven't checked out his stuff yet you really have to it is absolutely his book is conquer conquer
2: conquer Conquer anxiety anxiety. yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and uh and it was our first interview we actually even recorded it before we did the intro to the piano pod this is who we are Mm -hmm. um and boy we mess up a lot (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: what's the big uh number one mess what's the number one problem
1: Okay, so first of all, just to like cut ourselves a little bit of slack, it turns Mm -hmm. out it's actually very difficult to do an interview show online because we don't want to be talking over each other because it's Zoom, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not like we're together in person with a single camera where that kind of thing works itself out. We were worried Mm -hmm. about like messing up the audio feed by having people, by having crosstalk. It turns out it's not that much of a problem. Right. But because of that, that made us very shy about jumping in and talking over anybody. Yeah. And then we kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we, it's we a very of,
2: serious topic, right, to begin with. And yeah, you
1: know. but but we let Dr. Skidmore talk for 20 minutes straight, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is like, uh, yeah, that that was like hard on him. First of all, <laughs> yes, I think, exactly. I think mm-hmm. he just felt like he had to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um and we kind of just didn't know how to get in there. I mean, we are right. not, we were not experienced interviewers <laughs> at the time. And all, I think all three of us were just kind of like, eh,
0: what do we
2: I do? Well, I also want to say, we're just, you know, we're respectful, right? It's like when you talk to, when I talk to my therapist like, you know, I don't even want to jump in sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. when you listen to a lecture, you don't want to just interfere, right? I mean.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing is like he did, that was the other thing is he didn't stop long enough for us to like kind of catch our breath and like get in there again right, because right. we were inexperienced with that. Exactly. So he just kept going and kept going and until finally we are like, we oh my God, right, this is- anything. Yeah. And then yes.
0: another funny thing is, some reason, all the shots, all that oh, speaker God, view- Oh yes.
1: God, Oh no. So
0: all, you know, speaker view on Zoom is uh, sensitive to the sound, right? So- yep basically whoever is talking is on a speaker view but for some reason the microphone uh, of uh, or maybe the squeaky sound of your chair
1: yeah was yeah
0: catching the microphone was catching that squeaky sound so every single second of the speaker view was on eric yeah yep.
1: that was before we did Recording both speaker view and gallery view, exactly. right? So we only had one recording, one. Yeah. and it was of my face half the yeah. time, not saying anything. <laughs> yes. So that was pretty embarrassing. It was
0: hard. <laughs> it was yeah. very... That was one of the hardest episodes. Yeah, edit. that was the
1: first episode that Yukimi ever edited, because Yukimi does all the video editing, which is a huge job. And oh she had God. the biggest job. And it me, was like... Yeah, with well, this first episode, which is a disaster visually.
2: Yeah, and it was like a hot summer day. You know, everybody's out partying. me is like spending 10 hours a day at yeah. home, editing. So, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so for anybody who's just listened to it and has not, you know, uh, checked out our YouTube channel, if you want to see me looking totally incompetent, there you go.
2: <laughs> well, well, also...
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Claire.
2: Because, you know, it just... Coming to the point that we didn't really know how to chime in, I remember so vividly, at that episode, I keep on seeing that green box, you know, keep on going to error, but I didn't have the courage, let's say, to even just like speak up because I was just so worried we're recording, you know, I didn't want to mess up. But had I just said something, like everything could have been fixed, you know. So it's
0: just talking about inexperience, e- right? But yeah, you know, live and
1: learn, time,
2: right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We can always, and it also what makes me laugh is the introductory video oh,
1: oh. yeah <laughs> yeah so you that know, was really, our, our next taping
0: right <laughs> oh, this is say, i'm like so nervous right so really? and then reading every word on that script that create we created so i was like
1: yeah hi
0: my name is yutini <laughs> nice to meet you
1: <laughs> that's the way i was I, taking- you know i just watched it right before this because oh, yeah. I, I wanted to go back it wasn't so bad Really? But, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> but it is true that we've tried to really like figure out a better balance between how to script things and how to be, totally. uh, you know, more uh, spur of the moment. Because um, scripted stuff generally doesn't turn out well. But of course, we want to make sure we hit the most important points with every guest, so we have our right. notes at least. Mm-hmm. We're ge- that's something we're getting better at. Right. Uh, but you know what jumped out to me when I watched it was that you were tiny. Oh. <laughs> it, I was really far, yeah, far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that was before we just, kind of adjusted where we were sitting exactly
2: yeah. and <laughs> I half of my funny. head was like all oh, the camera i remember showing it to my mother and she was like where is your forehead <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's
0: funny uh, well, we're all learning you know yes. one
2: step at a step of the time right yeah, exactly <laughs> we're getting better that's yeah. right so that was so, the first episode mm-hmm. so that was
1: the well that was the intro yeah mm-hmm. and then episode two was vera anselmo mm. that's
2: right who which i knew personally because uh, vera was my boss for three years when i first moved to new york and uh, you know we kept a good relationship and i think eric brought uh you know vera out in the beginning and uh, i mean she's kind of well known um piano business owner and she owns a lot of schools. so we brought her in and it was great episode except there's so many ideas and we had you know we wanted to make it casual but it just ends up being story after story after story (laughs) and uh, I think it also became kind of difficult for uh, Yukimi to edit later on because there was Mm. uh, we didn't really have a defined like now we kind of have you know, for those audience that are have been following us for a while, now we kind of have a sort of a setup, right? We have a yeah. past, present, future, and we have, you know, how we come in. But in the beginning, we were just, especially after the first episode, we were like, oh, let's try to be a little more casual. And I remember I had to stop the interview in the middle, which I think eventually did help a little bit. And we were like, okay, let's I'll ch- take a chill pill for a second. And then we mm. restarted. And I mm. remember that was... You know, yeah, that was the I first time that. we were kind of even brave enough to do something, you know?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What was
2: your experience with guys, this is like an episode?
0: Honestly, that's the episode I realized. Hmm, Maybe we shouldn't have had that really long, meaningful pre-interview <laughs> meeting. Yeah. Because the pre-interview meeting was just so amazing. I mean, yeah. interview was great. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But that yeah, was great. So I think that's the time, hmm, maybe we can have but we kept going with going on with this long pre interview meeting for a while anyway. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's the time that I realized maybe yeah. But I think, you know, Vera, Ms. Anselmo is an experienced interviewee. That's sure. true. She's oh, and she good. was so great. She yeah. was a yeah. great speaker. Yep. Yeah. And um, I love her toughness in terms of building the business and managing even during the covid. Sure. But she
1: has such a great attitude.
0: Great. I know. I know. Oh, I love her strengths. But she has this such a warm, warm quality. Mm-hmm. like almost like a mother like yeah. motherly quality I, I I really love that and she she said something amazing amazing thing you know toward the end of the interview about oh, yeah COVID and it yeah, was I good timing way, too
1: mm-hmm. I thought the way right. she she spoke about COVID and and like you know so many musicians are suffering through this but the way she she talked about it she had so much grace mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm um and uh it was just really beautiful just take it in stride Mm -hmm. you know see it as a time to reflect I mean okay I understand there are people who can't pay their bills and people Mm -hmm. can't eat it's like my brother is on he's an unemployed musician he's Mm -hmm. literally on unemployment it's stressful that's a Mm -hmm. lot of
2: musicians these days yeah but
1: but I think her point was you know there's only so much we can control right try to get something out of this Mm -hmm. that's gonna you know Uh, so you're going to be better off right things go back to normal whatever the new normal may be Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: so So, I mean
2: really it was a a perfect candidate for our second episode you know it was even inspiring for us right like we just started this project and then Mm -hmm. I mean also Vera you know again I know her so all these years she often works with young musicians who just came out of school you know she took a call from me or she took an email from me and she just called back like next morning and gave me a job. And I remember, you know, like, so you're so inexperienced when you first moved to New York and she was like, okay, just do it. You know, you can fail. And so that was really good. And yeah, uh, yeah I was glad. That
1: well, was... I'm sure she picked up on your good energy. You know, <laughs> there's no way she just does that with anybody, you know?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank of you. course. Yeah, yeah. So nice. You guys always so encouraging. So
2: oh, Ava, let's and- talk
0: about Mike Grande, That's the right. episode number three. What do you think about the episode? Cheers
2: to that! <laughs> yes.
0: Great. Cheers to that! Yes.
2: All the that
0: sudden, finally Mr. That was laughter. that was like the first step for me to discover who what we want to do and who we are. Mm-hmm. Like like really the first step like. Okay, we wanted to do a podcast about piano and beyond, for sure. But there are so many other podcasts out there about piano. But I think my grande's episode really opened up to our own niche or branding. But we are not quite sure yet. But that was like the first step. What Mm -hmm. do you think, guys?
1: Yeah, I felt it was the first time we got our stride as or hit our Mm -hmm. stride as interviewers. Um, And it's interesting because um, Mike is just he works all day long on Rock Out Loud Live. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's just you can just see his online activity. He's all over the place. So we actually we didn't do okay. we didn't do a pre-interview. We did the demonstration of the software with him. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time we didn't do a pre-interview. So we were kind of less prepared than usual. And that actually helped. Mm-hmm. uh yeah. because he's like a very experienced public speaker mm-hmm. um and really engaging and uh um and it was just, it was really easy and of course, we had figured out a few things by that point, right we were getting better yeah. um but yeah I, that was the first time we were actually all able to kind of cross talk
0: exactly you know exactly. Yeah. that was
1: so he first... he
0: made it easier for us you know he you know? did
1: yeah I, yeah yeah was, i i really
0: literally. Good like got energy off of him mm-hmm. right? yeah
1: yeah and it was like early in the morning too he Yep, yep. came in Saturday there looking morning. like he had just gotten out of the gym uh, like full of energy <laughs> and just oh boy, my god I, yeah i needed that boost that day
2: yeah i remember i was upscales, you know at my friend's mm-hmm. house so like i was recording outside and i was so worried about That's my right. bike and everything mm-hmm. on my phone you know it, it, my phone turns out working better than my computer that day and but I just remember that was the first time we start. We felt okay to laugh, you know, even during the yeah, right and that really yeah. like helped, really lighted us up. And, oh, totally! Laughter you know. is
1: so important. Exactly.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah, and also that episode. Okay, so for those who are listening and uh, watching, we're talking about episode number three, Mike three. Grande Rock a Lot Live, which is the uh, software for basically music teaching. yeah lessons and
1: concerts now you know oh okay concerts yeah
0: really okay great so then he said i didn't make this for you know for this pandemic i was planning on this for three last three to five years Mm -hmm. right so i was thinking oh wait a minute you know people actually think about what's ahead of oh most of us do but In terms of this, you know, bringing this music lesson into Mm. homes by digital, by, you know, and then people are actually thinking that way before. Then actually this pandemic brought us the future a little quicker and sooner than we expected. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a the very fu- good point.
0: Yeah, the future came a little soon, too soon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to be happening like within a year or two. Mm-hmm. And boom. So there we go. Yeah. That's that's the lesson I learned. Mm-hmm.
1: And even outside of music, you know, mm-hmm. the whole working from home revolution, mm-hmm. that got a real uh, right. kind of kick in the pants because mm-hmm. a lot of people do not want to go back to work in the office now. Mm-hmm. Uh and it still remains to be seen how that's gonna work itself Let's- out.
2: Right. See, you know, yeah. after the vaccine is, uh, you know,
1: yeah.
2: taken by most people. I mean, but I was even thinking this week, you know, that I even was talking to some of my students about this. If you really think about it, online teaching can be very productive and effective oh, yeah. too. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of times it's more fun. You know, whatever mm-hmm. I have here, I can show it to my students right away. Mm-hmm. We have two pianos, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Mike's. you know, his technology even reduces all these delays. Mm -hmm. Even Zoom these days are quite good, you know, and uh, you reduce the travel times, you reduce Mm -hmm. all the hassles uh, and time, you know, after all what we have is time, right? Like Mm -hmm. we live on this earth for, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever time we have and that's Mm -hmm. it. So
0: I agree. Yes, I I hope that the things will go back to normal, but at the same time, I hope this Kind of um, way of communications and uh, piano lessons and beyond, right? Also, still remain, you know, after the after COVID. So right, if not yeah. completely,
2: at least uh, you know partially or most right. part. It's just New York kids, especially we live in the city. You know, they're so busy, and I think a lot of my students I see some more improvement. You know, learning more pieces because. Yes when they don't have to spend so many hours on the road every day and right they yeah.
0: can concentrate more mm. reading, reading books. the reading amount things. of yeah amount of focus has changed right yeah Amazing. they're all prepared they're mm-hmm. ready to go you know mm-hmm. on time mm-hmm. i love it I mean, yeah
1: mm-hmm. i'll share that i recently started teaching an old friend of mine like 20 years Mm-hmm. Dating myself, but going back to undergrad who used to live okay. here, and then yeah, I know that's painful, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he moved out to LA recently, so he's three hours behind, even. But mm-hmm. um, but we started lessons a couple of months ago, and it's just been amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, he's an excellent student, uh, he's mm-hmm. really good and making a lot of progress, but also because we've known each other for so long, we never had lessons before but um you know this is just something that probably wouldn't have happened otherwise Mm -hmm. right Right. and it's proven to be incredibly fulfilling
0: so that was actually the pivot point for me Mm -hmm. um the episode three Mm -hmm. well
1: i will say it felt like that for me too and then with episode four Chantal balestri this was my Mm -hmm. first time being host Mm -hmm. and i felt like i backslid quite a bit because why um because I started uh, I introduced the episode and then I was like oh my god I don't know how to start this conversation (laughs) this is like because like you know we're all friends with Chantal and you know we knew she was going to be great and we're just used to like talking like friends. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, I'm like, oh, wait, no, I got to introduce her to people that don't know who she is and never heard from her before. Like, wait, what do I do? What do I do? And it's, and it's like, we had some questions and stuff prepared, but I had not put enough time into thinking about how do you start that, you know, and how, <laughs> how do you get your listeners involved right from the beginning? It's like, you don't want to just like read a history book of their life. Right. No. Um, and so, yeah, I got nervous and, um, it was not my finest hour. Sorry, Chantal. But of course, Chantal did <laughs> amazingly anyway. Yeah,
0: she's such, right, such a Right, right. But I felt well, intro is a different ball game, But <laughs> I think, in terms of uh, questions, I think we were really strategic. We have strategies. We had some uh, to ask. Yeah. I, I really liked the, the way we asked questions yep. and there were some tough questions you know what I mean oh yeah yeah for sure especially mm-hmm. oh yeah fans. definitely I think yeah mm-hmm.
1: and I felt like I think that might have been the first episode where I realized oh we need to be telling a story right, right. that's mm-hmm. that's and um and it's it's uh you know in subsequent episodes it hasn't always been linear you know it's it doesn't always work out best just to go from beginning to the end with no diversion like it can jump around and stuff but i think you want to come away with portrait of a person journey they've been on it's like you you know there needs to be a narrative for it to be a satisfying interview and that was the first time i started experimenting with that
0: but actually you uh, eric i I have been enjoying you being the main host for the last two episodes you have more energy and also yeah right Yep. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay,
1: so that's uh, well, you know, we'll skip ahead a little bit because we were just gonna do up through episode five tonight. Um, but uh, but yeah, so episode six was Paolo Marcatini,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who again is another great friend of ours, and we had a wonderful pre interview mm-hmm. that was just full of good stuff and so much fun. And um, then it was very
2: close, it's a couple of days before our main interview.
1: Right. right, and then we did the, the main interview, which was pretty late at night, and he was tired, and I was tired, and then I watched it back later, and, I, and, and you and me and Clara were great, but I was like, oh my god, no, 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 like, I need more energy, like, holy, like, this is, <sighs> <laughs> so that, yeah, Eric fail again, um, no but ever since then, I, like, tonight, for example, like, frankly, coming in here tonight, again, it's Saturday night, been with my family all day. I was pretty beat, but uh, you know this is this is helping, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, good. exactly. Hey. Like,
0: whatever it takes.
1: But, yeah. But but yeah, I you're on camera. You gotta like energy to the max, right. or it shows, and mm-hmm. it's not good. So
0: yeah. No, but it's fine. I I just but last two episodes or so you the way you were starting the the episode was just very creative i love exactly it. Yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah i love yeah. it
1: very much mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've, been, yeah I've been putting more thought into that lately yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: and that's great you know and we i think as a a team you know ourselves. Mm-hmm. i mean we are going to improve we're going to just mm-hmm. evolve right like we're just we're not going to stay the same. You know, this is right. kind of a live thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Evolving is so good. And but a, uh, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say also back to Chantel's episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I actually know Chantel through Paolo and, mm-hmm. you know, and but Chantal was the very first episode that she was overseas. She actually was in Italy. So we also right. had that to adjust. That's a good right? point. Like, yeah, and she just finished teaching, and you know, we were like here, totally different times, of so mm. totally different atmosphere, really. Mm. You know, and mm. with the pandemic and everything, I think mm. you know, there's just a lot to be to adjust. You know, and right. sometimes like with Paulo's episode, again. Back to that, he is a very very dear friend of mine. Like such a good friend that I was worried to be too casual on camera, so I tried to be like really formal and that didn't work too well either you know so it's like all kinds of things could play out so
1: well since we're talking about Powell, i will say that that was the episode that we decided you know what um enough with the pre-interviews we're giving away too much good stuff off camera and uh so now we try to keep it to half an hour or less just to work out logistics and mm-hmm. get comfortable and save all the best stuff for the interview itself. Right. So right. Yeah. everybody should see an uptick in the quality of our interviews from that, hopefully.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, we're so I want to focus a little bit more on Chantal herself. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. uh, recently, like she was posting something on Facebook. So it's been a year since the pandemic happened and sure. A lot of people's life have changed for, you know, I don't want to say oh for my good, but, you know, for that big time. Yeah, especially yeah. for those who are artists who come to the United States, you know, visa, all that things, and they had to decide the last minute, very, very short, you know, the time was given, like, really the, this much of time, short time, mm-hmm. to decide black or white kind of a decision, right? Right, for sure. That's
1: tough. Right,
0: exactly. But I just wanted to really tell Chantal, if you're listening, that no matter where you are, you're going to be great. And even the, the worst situation may happen, but you can turn that into something great. I believe in you. And I myself had tough situations, but I just wanted to always say, you know what? what can I get out of this, really, this worst situation? Because I don't want to lose. Mm -hmm. You know, being a loser means you don't learn anything. Then might as well, you know, the worst moment in your life. Mm -hmm. I want to be the winner. What do you do? Learn. So I believe that quality in Chantal more than I do. I'm not as strong, but I, I think you can make it through and, one of these days the gates will open then people can go in and out of the countries and you, uh, you know chantal can come back to the united states and right. do all the performances of her dream so yeah. i really have this positive i'm sending this positive energy from new york to her that's Yes, right
1: me too
2: you know yeah. also that being i actually just remembered uh, well on camera that's not true that I how I met Chantel I actually met her in Miami I keep on forgetting this and mm. that's how strong she is you know she's Chantel is quite young <laughs> we won't mm. tell her age but sure. you know she has her festivals and then, you know even during the lockdown or this pandemic mm. she was able to keep it going you know mm. and so long ago one year a few years ago I just went to Miami for you know just to chill out. And then I got bored, and I went to a festival, and she was actually performing. Uh, we I went to a master class, and she was there. And I think I couldn't go to her concert. And then later on, we met again in New York, and you know, and really, she hasn't been here that long, but yet, and then she's been to so many different countries, and then just this time, and she just decided to go back, and you know, at that moment. And all of the things that she's still teaching her students here, you know, and all these things, you know, for any young people, it's like almost hard to imagine. But yet, yeah, she's doing it, you know, and mm-hmm. that's like people say New Yorkers. And I mean, she is now a New Yorker. Right? I think mm-hmm. New York train us, right, to be stronger and stronger, no matter what situation we're right. in.
1: Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Well said. All right. So.
0: so Ray now, Mack. Ray Mack. <laughs> yes episode number, number five. five. Oh it. my goodness. Thank you, Clara, for <laughs> introducing him to us. What, a little what an energy that guy <laughs> has. What an individual. Yeah. What a, oh my goodness. By
2: the way, I don't know if you guys saw Facebook yesterday. There was a (gasps) post. Oh yeah, he was like, "We're in the hospital." And a couple hours ago, he was like, "We have a baby, the second Um, baby." Yes,
1: he just had a second. So
2: congratulations,
1: Ray! Everybody, send Ray your congratulations. That's
0: right. Yes. Ray Mac is a sensational YouTube star, and we wanted to feature him because we can learn a lot from him yes so
1: uh
0: what did we learn from him
1: oh so much yeah
0: don't we eric
1: uh where to start first of all it was just a ton of fun to interview ray (laughs) and i will say that we had a long pre-interview with him, and then an even long, actual, even longer actual interview with him. <laughs> right? It was live. it was live. It was yes. It was our first live stream, mindset. so first and only so far live stream mm-hmm. episode. We thought about live streaming this one, but then we we're like, yeah we're gonna be drinking. You know, maybe we'll say some things that <laughs> so we won't <laughs> like later." But um, um, yeah, and we just, uh, we were just having a ton of fun. Um, but there were a couple of things that stood out to me um, because he doesn't have the mentality of I'm me and some other classical pianists who are a little bit nervous about, let's call it publishing. Cause that's really what it is, okay. which right. is just putting yourself out there for other people to consume your content. Um, he taught me a really good lesson about that. Um, and, and I kind of always knew it in a way, but like consistency of output, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be known is so important, especially in this age when anybody can put up anything anytime, mm-hmm. right? Before he was a YouTube sensation, when he had a, a, a viral hit or two, basically, he committed to making a video every single week, That's right. right? That is a big commitment. I still couldn't do that. You know, and then mm-hmm. he did it for how many years? Like what well, that was like years, back years. in 2006 yes. or something, maybe 2005, mm-hmm. no, right? Yeah, Every yeah. single week, not just one video, sometimes two or three even. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, you know, like uh, I've been in the music industry a while. I've met a lot of people, uh, you know, some who became famous, some who switched careers and that type of commitment is very rare to find. That's, that's really what it takes. If you can do that, you will go far. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest thing that I learned from Ray. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I mean, I would say this, you know, Ray has been a good, good friend (laughs) that I still call him that he, to this day still calls me teacher, even though he's like a year younger than me, you know, it's just a very, he is Malaysian. Uh, He lives in Malaysia with his family now, but he studied here in Massachusetts for a few years for his undergraduate. And that's where we met and uh, he was doing his undergraduate what well, I was doing a master's, and uh, I everybody knew Ray played the piano because he played pop songs, and he was not shy. He, you know, he attracted a lot of girls, you know, all the Asian girls were like, oh my God, Ray is playing again, and here I am, I was the pianist, right, but I sometimes refused to perform because I was like, all about that perfectionist, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not giving a concert, I'm not going to... And uh, really was just really, really sunshine. You know, he was just always there. And he came to my class. It was like a teacher. You know, I was like, you don't have to really call me teacher. He was like, no, 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 you're my teacher, right? You're, he was like, can you take me in your class? Because I failed my sight reading uh, exam. <laughs> you know, I want to be music minor or something, but I can't read music. And I can play anything by ear, but I can't read music. So he came in to study with all the music minors uh, where I was teaching and he was just not only so talented, so humble, you know, so willing to learn about everything. And we've been friends all these years, but I remember the very, one of the first episodes, one of the first uh, videos that he was visiting me, you know, we had house parties and he was like sitting on my bed practicing on my keyboard. And now he was like, teacher I'm gonna report this I'm gonna put on this thing called YouTube I'm like what is that you know at that time it was still like my space world I think you know and he was very high in tech as well and you know really I wouldn't say like a thick face you know like as Asian sometimes we feel like oh my god you know I'm shy like I don't want to do this but he was like you know I'm just gonna leave it here and if anyone wants to watch it and then you know it's To this day it's still not his main main profession you know he was a trader he was in technology he worked for Microsoft for a while uh, he sold mentions for a while you know who knows Well, he does a lot some uh, multi-marketing multi-network marketing even Uh, but I think in the end he has a good heart and he also has a lot of so-called haters on the internet but sometimes they all become he's like biggest fans right because he's inspiring them to mm. be better people and that's what we i think need the most in this world what what did you think of that episode uh Ikimi?
0: that was just pure fun yeah right? <laughs> yeah just he took the microphone and he took it away like he yeah. he did the show right so we were just like you know listening and just a little bit of navigation that we needed, but rest of it was just his thing very easy yeah. yeah, and the live show was so fun. We've never done it before right. and we uh, used the Restream uh, mm-hmm. the software restream to stream on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was just really fun so right um, yeah. Really he taught me how to enjoy I mean he he that episode taught me how to enjoy music more how not to be judgmental and just can we just enjoy the sound can we just enjoy the day you know what I mean right. yeah exactly. why do we exactly. just stuck in this little tiny room and practice hours and hours and really you know be so hard on yourself and sometimes right. you get so depressed because the result is not what we want to but music is beautiful the day is Sorry. beautiful, can't we just true. enjoy and, yeah. and, 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 and and I would it, say right. also
1: to enjoy the connection with other people through it I mean, right. oh, it's, for it's sure. very clear for Ray that is such a huge part of it, Yep. and exactly. and one of the amazing things about him is he does all the things you need to do to find success on the internet, networking mm-hmm. with other people uh, but and, and it's it's like it, how do I put it like it seems strategic because he does all the right things, but <laughs> It just comes naturally to him because that's mm-hmm. who he is. It's the same way he has this amazing attitude with the the haters right because, he He exactly. converts them into fans, but that's because he has this this natural ability to like see the good in people yeah. and like wish them well, see through their pain right um yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: exactly yeah I mean he's yeah. a real person person right like he's yeah. really you know in real life too, you know when you meet him. Monday, hopefully, but it feels like we already know him so well just through these yes. interviews, right? They're all yes. becoming yeah. great, great friends. <laughs> By the so way, there's one thing uh, I just want to mm-hmm. chat me since we were talking about the live streaming. I want to ask our listeners you know, if anyone listening, I have had some people, uh, Kelly, Lauren Kelly in uh, Vancouver, I haven't even told you guys, this is a great news. She was suggesting maybe we will uh, do our live streaming a little later sometimes, you know, even when we publish. Because some teachers are still watch uh teaching, you know. And then she, I was like, well, we always have it, but she was like, it's more fun, you know, when I watch with you guys. So two Mm -hmm. things I was thinking: should we do more live streaming? Well, first of all, would anyone wants to join us, you know, to watch us, you know, if we were doing more live? Two, should we move the uh the if we were going to uh, premiere it is better if we do it later, you know, of the night or day, right? You know.
1: Is she on the West Coast? Right. She's Pacific in Vancouver. Chime? Yeah, she's yeah. in Vancouver. Right. So normally we live stream at eight, which is five for them.
2: That's right. That's right. right. Exactly. Right. So
1: well, anyway. guys, I guess it really depends on who's listening because you know right. we can track our analytics on Simplecast. And I will tell you right now, actually, where did I put the stats? I had them Let's here somewhere. It. Oh, yeah. So for anybody who's interested. Um, 60% of our audience is in the US. That's by far the vast majority. And then um, the next highest would be Germany, followed by Brazil, Mexico, Japan, um, uh, UK, Canada, Spain, Peru, and Thailand. So we're really want. all over the world now, right? Yeah. So if you guys want us to live stream in your time zone, you got to speak up, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, send exactly. us a message. So. Yes. Yes. Comment yes. on Let our us. Instagram or Facebook, yes. you know, yeah, yes. Twitter.
0: Even you YouTube, right? You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. we'll take
1: requests, but there just mm-hmm. have to be enough of you, all right? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so my my last, my, my question for you, both of you, is okay. in terms of all these guests. So what's the Common quality that what's the quality that all these guests share? Like there was a reason that we chose these people, right? Yeah. Um. So what what do you think is this common quality that they share? You think?
1: I would say first of all, very positive attitude. For
0: sure.
1: You know, without exception, um, these five six guests and our subsequent guests have all been such positive people. They're such Mm -hmm. a delight to talk to.
2: Right. what about you clara yeah i would think you know i would say sure you know most of us musicians we all have this work ethic but it's be able to have fun as well as working Mm -hmm. crazy crazy hard you know and i think all of our guests really like they all they're all obviously very you know successful and very out there and Yet they all seem to have this lighthearted personality and they really know how to have fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're right. right.
0: Absolutely. They don't take too serious about things. Exactly. They yeah, 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 need yeah, to yeah. learn to
2: not take everything personally.
1: And yeah. they're willing to take chances, like taking a chance on us in our right. first season of this podcast, you know? <laughs>
0: That's right. I was gonna say the same thing. They what they take chances and they also they seem to invest mm. in themselves. That's right. I think that's very important. Mm. They're not just sit down and get used to their normal All stuff. stuff. Yep. Right. They are edgy people. They are antsy, always like, hmm, what, can, what else can I do? And Absolutely. They yeah. literally invest time and effort yep. in something else. And that's really, I, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. All right, All right. so kids, kids. Is it time?
1: <laughs> it is time, yes. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Time for the piano part. Rapid Woo-hoo. fire questions. Are we ready?
1: We're ready. Who's going first? Okay,
0: sure. I am I am going first. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. All so, right. Ready. Oh, this is really fun. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your guilty pleasure?
1: <laughs> oh, guilty pleasure.
0: Eric, go. Okay. Uh
1: the first thing that jumps to mind is the TV show Trailer Park Boys. I
0: have um, no idea what it's in. Well, that's I have my no time idea in, in Canada.
1: Yeah. So uh well it's kind of an old show now, but it's a mockumentary which you know, like like The Office, but um okay. about a trio of drunk degenerates living in a trailer park in Nova Scotia.
0: Okay.
1: And uh Canadians know it very well. Um and uh, especially when I'm down or something, that show always makes me feel better. So
0: um,
1: <laughs> but that's it. That's my guilty pleasure.
0: All right. What about you, Clara? Well, for me, I think it, uh, for those uh,
2: listeners out there, if you ever see our crazy Instagram posts, that's all come from like mostly from the crazy Clara. When I'm down or something, I go on to like uh, whatever app, you know, right now I'm using Me Too, this Chinese app. And I use all these filters and make these like pictures, you know, into like really crazy little characters. It's almost like an imaginary world that we live in with all the filters. And that really somehow it takes time, but it kind of calms me down, you know, because-
0: Oh, I'm... really? Calms you down? <laughs> okay, good.
1: Hey, wait, what? Hey, guys. What guys? Wait, 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 hang on. wait, wait, wait yeah, before wait. we go, are, you go, are we going to answer our own rapid fire questions? I think you should answer too.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> everybody right. wants to know what you're yeah, going Oh going. my God.
0: OK, it's
1: easy. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah,
0: that is my <laughs> guilty
1: pleasure. That can't be the answer go. for me because I don't feel guilty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I right, do sometimes. Too. Yeah, you're right. But sometimes I feel guilty. So hey, that's my guilty pleasure.
1: Fair enough, good so, <laughs> answer.
0: Hey, folks, remember, rapid. Rapid.
1: it's a rapid, rapid. so okay. no oh, long oh, answers. Okay.
0: All right, all right all okay. Right. All
1: right. Who's next? Oh, we're we passing around. OK, go, Claire.
2: Favorite restaurant in New York City. Oh my God! Oh. Kimmy, go first. Oh,
0: jeez. Um, oh, you know Honestly, I haven't been to restaurants in a long time, but there is one Japanese place right underneath where Eric lives. Oh, the really? market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called oh, Ni. I think it's Ni, but that's one. Of, it's not a restaurant, but that's one of my favorite place, places. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So that's the first place we have to go after mm-hmm. the lockdown, right? All right, Eric.
1: Um, so, unfortunately, my favorite restaurant closed, oh. or, or maybe maybe they um, they've reinvented themselves because it's becoming a different restaurant. So I don't know if it's the same owner or not. But before the pandemic, my favorite restaurant was right up the street, and it's called Char su mm. C U E, Char Um, And it was this amazing fusion restaurant that was super inventive, and everything was really delicious, and quite reasonably priced, and amazing drinks. Mm. And my wife and I would go there for dates. Oh, sorry. This is rapid fire. Yeah. That's that great. right.
0: So, I was right. just going to say, but know. now yeah. I
2: know why. It's so hard for yeah. our guests, you know. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. before pandemic, it was, uh, well, maybe it's still there. Uh, I'm a Wolfgun, you know, when I used to still eat a lot of meat. Okay. 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 So, great. go ahead, uh, Eric. Eric, your
1: turn. Okay. Uh, what is your most embarrassing performing experience? Ah. Uh okay i'll
0: go first uh yeah.
2: when i was 14 that was the first time i forgot my music on stage but now i
0: learned it's no big deal
1: that's right. okay very good very good all right
0: that was when i was take, uh getting my master's and it was a big stage Really literally thousands of people watching <laughs> i started off the floor i was nervous <laughs> so hey well, oh, you
1: started an octave lower. Uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah. not so bad. That's not so bad. It's okay. I, I got a good one for you guys. Yeah. Um, there wasn't, it wasn't a big concert, <laughs> but it was an audition and I had recently gotten contact lenses again, which I gave up on soon after. I I can't wear contact lenses. My eyes are too weird. Um, and so I was like, I was, they were not sitting well in my eyes and I was blinking. My eyes are watering the whole time. And then it started doing weird things with the light in the room, oh which was God. pretty dark to begin with. And I was playing Stravinsky's and it very difficult piece. And then like, because of the contacts in my eyes, something happened with the light in the shadows. I thought something was going to fall on me. Oh and, I, and I, I, I like, <clears throat> I was playing and I look up like this and then, and then I suddenly realized that there was nothing there and like went back, like nothing happened. But it, mm. was, it was, I don't know if that's my most embarrassing but it was pretty weird. If yes. our
2: students are listening, listen to all of us. We have all had our exactly. stop happening.
0: It's okay. Yes. Let's all keep right. going. Ne- What's ne- next? next question. Who was your ce- celeb- celebrity crush when you were a teenager?
1: Uh, something crush. As a uh, teenager?
2: Leonardo uh, Capriccio.
1: Di- DiCaprio. 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 Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. <laughs> all right. What about you, Eric? Uh, probably all the babes on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay.
1: That was a long time I
0: done together, huh? Yeah. Okay. Me, <sighs> Me, this is very famous. Yukimi's song loves drinking wine, loves Michael Jackson.
1: That's oh, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right next question.
0: Let's, let's, next question.
1: Uh, let me ask then, because it's uh, kind of related. Yep. All-time favorite classical album and all-time favorite non-classical album.
0: Okay. All-time favorite classical album is, you know, there's this 20th century pianist series albums. Do you know? It's it, it has. Oh yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a great one, pianist oh, series. Right, exactly. Nelson Freire.
1: Oh. He's a Brazilian
0: okay. pianist, and oh, his Schumann. A fantasy in C major. Wow, out of this world.
1: That's oh, my wow. Favorite. I heard that one. Yeah, huh.
0: it's incredible. To... Okay, well, yeah. check out our spring free list I'm Yeah, sure and then
1: yeah, non, Okay, we're gonna have to put all this non-classical.
0: Non-classical is very hard to choose, but right now I am listening to the uh, the best mode. Um, I don't know the title of the album, but I love the behind the wheel. So it's one of those albums with the name behind the wheel. Anyway, I'm old. So Clara, what's yours? <laughs> well, I have I I was thinking I can't choose, so I have
2: a two favorite of classical. I mm-hmm. have the 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 later one of the uh, goldberg recreation by Klimt. Um mm-hmm. people used to come Clara Wood. I was addicted to Klimt. Um yeah, that's still, you know, if I don't feel good, I go to that one. Uh, and also the all Chopin po- album by um, Rubenstein. Um, mm-hmm. That also was my, my, my the, first album that I was able to buy. Do you mean company. the complete collection? No, complete collection. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the non-classical. <laughs> I love Johnny Cash. I don't know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay,
0: great. That's yeah. A perfect, right? What about you, Eric?
1: Eric, I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm actually sitting here looking at MP3s on my hard drive because even though I thought about it earlier when I thought of this question, I don't know how I could just pick one classical album, especially Art. because, because when I was like a lot of the albums that were most influential on me when I was younger, I don't like anymore. Mm. Like I outgrew those pianists. Um, but I feel like let's just say. When I was a kid, the Tchaikovsky symphonies were very influential on me when I was in about fourth and fifth grade. It was probably the Philadelphia Orchestra um, with Ormandy. Um,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I think that was, I was listening to LPs back then. That's how long ago. So It was my parents' LPs. And for non-classical, it would probably be Led Zeppelin IV and or uh, Dream Theater Systematic Chaos. I don't know Dream Theater.
0: I don't even know what that is. Mm
1: They are yeah. classically trained for what it's worth. Okay.
2: All right, check out right. our playlist. I'm sure it's all going to be there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so
0: Clara, what's your question?
2: All right, serious question, but mm. in short words. Warm-up routine on piano.
0: Ah. Um, I start out with Chopin Etude playing <laughs> very slowly. Right now, I am reviewing um, Opus 25 number 11.
2: <laughs> Randy's just doing it. Yeah this week after oh. the recital but yeah. well,
0: that's
1: a very mm. hard one. Yeah. Oh yeah what about you Eric um so I don't really have a warm-up routine I don't war I certainly don't ever try to warm up technically but I would say kind of my warm-up is whatever I feel like doing that's going to get me to eventually practice all mm. right so whatever kind of suits my mood sometimes I manage to get to work right away but more often I just need to play something that's going to pull me in. And eventually, you know, some part of it is sorry, guys this is rapid fire. I know. But part, part of it is sometimes you have to slow your mind down from right. everything else that was going on in the day to get into that space where you can work working at the, the piano. Hardest. It's like we talked with I think it was Frederick Chu, you know, mm. right. Like uh, it's a different kind of work than like being on your computer, answering <laughs> emails and exactly. Facebooking and things like that.
2: It is physical, but it's also just so, yes. uh, well, for what me, I you? mean, I really, mm-hmm. I also don't have exactly a routine, which don't tell my teacher, I'm sure Dr. D is watching, but um, I, I start with Bach mostly. I try to start with some Bach, uh, uh, but if my finger really needs to pick me up and I go to some shop pen, uh, and if it really doesn't work, I go to old, good old Hennen. That really Oh, wow. Can. Okay.
0: Yeah. So. All right, keep on going. Who's next? All right, so let's make this a la- last round. Yes, okay. Right? Sounds good. So good. I have a, a very last question for you. What is your dream piece to play?
1: Mm. God, Goldberg, Asia for me.
2: To play, uh, what is it?
1: Okay, Goldberg.
2: The Goldberg,
1: Goldberg. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, you know, I never finished the. Rachmaninoff's second concerto. Mm. I think it's it's got to mm. be that. To mm. finish that and have a chance to play it with orchestra. Mm. Yeah, yeah, either that or Gaspar de la Nuit, which I also mm-hmm. never... I, I performed mm. only the first movement so far. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, probably one of those two.
2: We are still young. We still have time.
0: So I would say... <laughs> about you? I would say uh, Prokofiev's Sonata. Uh, mm. All of them.
1: Oh, all okay. of them. Okay. And then...
0: <laughs> Um can uh. of number 3 okay. yeah.
1: Who do you guys feel you owe the most to among important people in your life?
0: Mm-hmm. Um my mother.
2: Mm. Oh, my grandparents.
1: Okay. Um Well, for me, it would be hard to pick between my parents, my wife, and all the teachers that have left a profound influence on me, because I've really had a lot of really amazing teachers. It's been a huge blessing.
0: Great.
2: All right. So, Clara,
0: very, very last
1: question. Apple, cake, or chocolate?
0: Apple, cake, or chocolate? What kind of cake? Doesn't matter. Choose.
1: I choose chocolate cake.
0: All right. Why do you choose? Because I chose. <laughs> I choose apple, not because I try to look like I'm a healthy person. I am healthy. I try to be healthy, but because I, I don't I don't go for sweet stuff. I don't mm-hmm. eat sweet stuff. So oh, well. apple. Yeah. Right. Clara. Good. Chocolate.
2: Chocolate makes me happy, but because I chose chocolate, because I chose chocolate. All <laughs> That's right. I love
0: our question
2: all right (laughs) we did it yeah all right Mm.
0: right, so this Uh. concludes this episode of the piano pod we want to thank you to our audience for tuning in want to remind you that we have an exciting guest lineup for the next few episodes such as selena ristoresi from notable and jim uh, riddle Mm -hmm. uh, jazz pianist uh, which those two episodes will be uh, published in april and madeline brucer who is the founder of the Art of Practicing Institute, which will be released in May.
2: That's right.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please read
2: and review on whatever podcasting platform you use. If you're watching it from YouTube, please hit the thumbs up button right here and be sure to subscribe oh. to our <laughs> channel. Oh, I love it. You can also find <clears throat> us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the LinkedIn. The links are in the description, description below.
1: Well, Clara, I think that bourbon's starting to hit, huh? <laughs> um, as always, we welcome your feedback for us in the comments, uh, DMs, email, uh, at the pianopodnyc at gmail.com. <laughs>
0: to see you for the next episode of That Piano Pod. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye, everybody.